Hey friend, okay, we are on day three of the day in the life series. This is the luteal phase. And I'm gonna be talking you through how you can cycle sync your food, your exercise, your work, your motherhood. And I'm gonna give you a bit of an insight into how that actually works for me, what I do on a typical day in the luteal phase, grab a pen and paper because you're gonna want to take some notes. And don't forget, if you find this episode helpful, please go and leave me a review over on iTunes. It really does help this podcast to reach more people and to grow our community. And talking about community, don't forget, if you'd like to connect with a group of like-minded women, Click the link in the show notes and come over and join our free Facebook community. I run challenges, I share recipes, there's opportunities for you to share your business if you have a business. And I'm also going to be running some free networking events so we can all come together to get to know each other and to build a really great community of women who are all like you. I really look forward to seeing you over in the group and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Productive Mom Podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with, and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3 p.m. every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hey friend, oh my gosh, I can't believe we are in the end of January 2022. Now this month I've been working with some amazing women, helping them to clarify their goals, to find the time to take some action towards their goals. And I've also helped them reverse engineer their goals into daily action steps so that they can have a really clear plan on how they can move forward to achieve the goals that they have on their heart. Now, the slots for January are filled but I do have a wait list for February if this is something that you would like to do. Now, what it is, it's a series of four one-to-one coaching sessions with me where we work through my really simple three-step productivity plan. We identify your goals, we get super clear on your goals and why they're important to you. I help you to look at your current commitments and figure out where you're gonna find the time to take action on those goals. and also we create a personalized action plan, what it is that you need to do over 90 days to get yourself to reach that goal. Now the link to the wait list is in the show notes and if you want to get yourself on that spot I'll be opening up my diary for five people through February so make sure you get yourself onto that list. Now that being said, we are about to jump into today's episode, which is all about cycle syncing. And today's episode is about what the luteal phase looks like, like how I cycle sync my 
my days, my weeks, and what one actually looks like in a real kind of like day-to-day life scenario. And one of the things that I do within my productivity plan, if my clients want to, is we do look at how we can cycle sync your action plan as well. So how we can cycle sync your motherhood, which I'm gonna be talking about today, your food, your exercise, and your workflow. And we can build that into your personal action plan too. So let's dig into the luteal phase and what is the luteal phase, what's going on and what is happening. Now the luteal phase lasts about 10 to 14 days and this is the third phase in your cycle. At the start of your luteal phase your estrogen levels are still quite high so you can feel a little bit of like and you can feel more energized and you still are feeling perhaps quite strong And as you move through your luteal phase, what you'll find is your estrogen drops quite quickly and you get a rise in a second hormone called progesterone. Now progesterone, when that starts to rise, this is a signal to your body to keep the lining, your womb in, in, sorry, your uterus lining in place ready should you have an embryo that is fertilized and basically if you become pregnant. Um, And if not, the unfertilized egg is actually reabsorbed back into the body, which is incredibly clever. So how are you feeling? And as I said earlier, at the start of this phase, you're probably still gonna have quite a bit more energy. Progesterone does help to give you, to help you feel more energized. But as you move through the luteal phase, this energy is going to drop as progesterone drops and as all your hormones drop later before you move into the fourth phase of your cycle. Now, from a personal perspective, this is the phase that can cause me a lot of problems. So straight after ovulation, my estrogen levels used to have a tendency of dropping really, really quickly. So my estrogen levels were high and they would drop very quickly, which would trigger these incredibly painful migraines. And if you've been around here a while, you've probably heard me talking about these migraines and they would just literally wipe me out for two days solid every single month. And I was taking like some really strong painkillers from the doctors. And it's something that I've struggled with throughout like the majority of my life. And when I was pregnant with Chloe, these headaches and these migraines disappeared. And then when she was about six months old, I started to notice as my cycle started to come back in, I started to notice that they came back. And that led me to, find out all the information about cycle syncing and it's through this process of cycle syncing that I've actually managed to pretty much get rid of those headaches. They're certainly not migraines anymore, they don't wipe me out for days on end. At their worst now, they're the kind of like dull headache that you can feel sometimes in the back of your head. And if I take like a paracetamol tablet, then I'm absolutely fine. And this really has, for me, completely changed my life because for two days every month, I was just wiped and I couldn't show up. I couldn't I couldn't do my teaching job. I couldn't look after Chloe. So this is why I'm here sharing all of this stuff with you with such passion because it really has changed my life life. And I know from the coaching that I do and the one-to-one personal training that I do, the one-to-one coaching sessions that I do with women, that so many of us actually have this problem. Like so many people that I talk to will say to me, oh yeah, I get these headaches at this point. And I'm just like, well, 
this is why and we just don't get told this information we don't have it and that's why I'm here sharing it with you because the more we know about our bodies the better we understand how they work this incredible gift that God has given us if we know how it works we can work with it and we can do things we can work out in a way that works for our bodies we can feed it the right food that it needs at certain times of the month and for me because I started doing that that's why I managed to get rid of these migraines and that's why I'm here sharing it with you with such passion and I know I could go on about this all day but let's go back to the luteal phase so let's talk about the food at this phase in your cycle now carbohydrates wise of course you need to be having carbohydrates I really really am an advocate for eating a balanced diet and not for having low carbohydrate like diets or anything like that so in this phase the kind of carbohydrates that you want to be taking on board are things like brown rice like you know brown rice is better for you it takes a longer time for your body to break it down as a carbohydrate because it's got a lot of fiber in it now veggies wise you want to be thinking things like cabbage cauliflowers leeks and squash so I would kind of be thinking oh do you know what I'd be making some nice like leek um leek and potato maybe soups or maybe some like roasted squash like butternut squash soups that's kind of things and in terms of fruit apples pears and peaches are great fruits to be eating at this time of the month I don't know about you but I love pears we've got so many pears at the moment coming from the local greengrocer we have a like a vegetable salad box that comes from our local greengrocer and we we get like seasonal produce in that and it's so nice and the pears and the apples and things in there are absolutely gorgeous so anyway I sidetrack a little bit with that now in this phase when it comes to your food you might find that you are more hungry and that's totally normal it's really common in the luteal phase to experience cravings and there is evidence that shows that your body actually needs more calories in this phase because your metabolism is speeding up and on average you need to be thinking about consuming an extra 250 calories so you need to make sure that you're planning your meals and your portion sizes and that sort of thing accordingly and don't give yourself a hard time for having that extra chocolate biscuit And if you're listening to this and thinking, okay, well, I'm on a weight loss journey. Why are you telling me to eat more calories? The way that you need to think about this is that in this phase, your body is working quite hard. It's doing lots and lots of different things. It's building up that uterine lining in case you're pregnant. It's kind of getting itself ready in case you do fall pregnant. Your metabolism has actually sped up. And that's why you need to be giving it those extra calories. Now, if you've heard any of my episodes before about low calorie diets, and if you scroll down, you can see I've done some episodes about ditching the diet mentality and that sort of thing. If you're not giving your body the right fuel, so if you're not giving it enough calories, then it puts it into like this stress mode. And when your body's under stress, it's going to store fat, it's going to like eat away at the muscle to find the energy that it needs. So actually, although it might sound a bit counterintuitive in your mind to be consuming more calories, it's actually going to help you to maintain your high metabolism and it's going to give your body the fuel that it needs. 
Now, just to finish off food-wise, we're going to talk about poo. So at this point in the month, you need to be thinking about consuming foods which are high in fiber because these foods are going to help your body to flush out that extra estrogen and to reduce any estrogen dominance that you might have in your body. Now, going back to the migraines that I mentioned earlier in this episode, that was my problem. Like my body was estrogen dominant and when my estrogen levels were coming up really, really high, my body was struggling to come to get rid of that extra estrogen and the crash of the hormone when the estrogen levels dropped, that was when I was really, really struggling with these migraines. So for you, you want to be thinking about consuming high fiber foods because they can help to reduce the estrogen dominance, but also progesterone is a hormone that can cause constipation. So you want to be having high fiber foods to help your body to move the food through your system. I personally have found a couple of supplements that have really helped me to overcome the migraines and to help the luteal phase be a bit easier on my body. So the first one is a supplement from doTERRA. It's a supplement called phytoestrogens and I've linked that in the show notes. And a second um, supplement that I use is from a company that we have here in the UK. I'm not sure if you can get it in the US. You can definitely get doTERRA in the US, but it's called A-Gulp, A-G-U-L-P. And I have linked the UK site Um, in the show notes as well and there is a supplement that you can take called recover and it's got b12 vitamins in it which help with energy which you need in this phase because you tend to feel more tired and the other key ingredient that it has in it is called milk thistle you might have seen it in like health food shops and that kind of thing and that's meant to be supporting your liver to get rid of that extra estrogen so obviously i am going to add the caveat in here i am not a medical professional i am just sharing some of the things that work for me okay next up let's talk about exercise because at the start of the luteal phase your hormones are still going to be high so you're likely to still have energy but not the same kind of energy that you have in your follicular and your ovulatory phase. And this is not the time for HIIT workouts. This is the time to focus your attention on lean muscle gain. So to do this, you wanna be focusing on strength training, particularly in the first part of the luteal phase, because you're feeling still reasonably like high energy. But as your progesterone levels drop at the end of the phase, Focus your attention more on workouts to improve flexibility. So you might be thinking like Pilates, maybe some yoga. Um, I've been doing some bar workouts that I mentioned recently, which I absolutely love. And my body is loving the bar workouts, particularly in my luteal phase, because it's strength training, but it hasn't got the the hit um, intervals in it that cause stress in your body. So really what you want to be doing is thinking about the exercises that you are doing, what classes are you maybe doing at home if you use an online platform like I do or if you're going to the gym then you're going to want to be thinking about different exercise classes than the ones that you were doing in your follicular and your ovulatory phase. And it's really interesting from my perspective as a personal trainer, in the past, I've taught group exercise classes and you could really tell when women were in different phases on 
their cycle because they would come into the class like one week with really, really high energy levels and then the next week perhaps they'd be really, really exhausted and tired out and you could see that these women were kind of like pushing themselves to be in these exercise classes when their bodies were kind of telling them that they shouldn't be there and, you know, obviously as a personal trainer and I will put my hands up because I didn't know what I didn't know at the time and you know as fitness instructors we're always like you know come on push hard push hard and I know that I've been part of the problem but actually this pushing hard and giving it our all at certain times of the month for example in our luteal phase is not good for us and this is why we need to be avoiding these hit classes and these high cardio interval classes where you know your heart rate is skyrocketing and you're sweating buckets those are the kind of things that you want to be avoiding and i'm giving you permission now my friend not to do those classes and the reason why is because those trigger a stress response in your body now when your body is under stress it releases cortisol and the cortisol releases glucose and if you think back to you know like caveman times when you were under stress because maybe you were being chased by like a dinosaur or a bear or something and your body would release cortisol it would release glucose so that your muscles had energy to you know run away from the threat and then the problem for us in modern day is that you're putting yourself under this stress and your body's releasing all this glucose into your bloodstream which isn't being used and then the problem with that is that it's then stored as fat and the other problem as well when you're putting your body under stress is that it is actually going to be more damaging to your weight loss process to do this type of exercise. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because you're more likely to injure yourself and it can also lead to muscle wastage as well. And this is what I love about cycle thinking. If you are somebody who really isn't that into exercise, it gives you permission not to be pushing like all the time, every single day, every single week. Because I know, and particularly male instructors do this a lot. They're always like, yeah, come on, let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. And, you know, men are very different to us. And this is what is so great about cycle thinking is that you know that the first half of your cycle, the follicular, the ovulatory phase, that is when you need to be pushing hard. But cycle thinking gives you the permission to take your foot off the gas and change the way that you are doing things for the second half of your cycle for the good of your body. So if you hate doing spin classes and you hate doing hit interval training, you know you've probably got to do it because it is a great way to lose weight and to be strong. But you know that you have only got to do that for two weeks out of every four. So how much easier is that to to compute mentally? Like if you know, okay, right, I've got to really get my head in the game for the next two weeks and I've got to push hard. But then for the other two weeks, I'm going to take my foot off the gas and I'm going to change the way that I train. I know it works with the women that I work with. They love it. They love the fact that they know they're going to have to push hard for a couple of weeks. And then for the other two weeks, I'm going to get them to take their foot off the gas and we're going to train completely differently. And this is why I love it. It's so, so good. 
Okay, let's talk work and productivity because you can totally cycle sync your work, particularly if you are an entrepreneur, solo entrepreneur like I am, and you're in charge of your workload, your you know, your business, if you've got a side hustle, you can totally cycle sync your work. And the great thing about this is because it's making the most of the brain power and the creativity that you have by doing the certain tasks at certain times of the month that is going to help you to be the most effective with the limited time that you have because I know that you're busy. So in the luteal phase this is now the time to focus on task completion because as your energy is shifting your energy is turning inwards. The estrogen to progesterone ratio in your brain, those two hormones, is making your brain really, really good at noticing detail. So now is the time to file your taxes, do your books, do your accounting, tidy your desk and wrap up any projects that you have and maybe even think about ordering any supplies and bits and pieces that you need for your business. This is the time when you want to be making sure that you're not booking in a lot of meetings because your energy levels are going to be lower you're not going to be feeling so communicative so make sure that if you have got to show up for meeting that that you are only doing the ones you absolutely have to be doing because you want to be conserving your energy Next up, let's think about cycle thinking and motherhood in the luteal phase. Now, I find myself in this phase wanting to tidy my house, which kind of makes sense when you think about what I said a minute ago about how the estrogen to progesterone ratio in your brain is making your brain notice detail. Like I really start to notice more that the house is a mess and untidy and I kind of get this urge to, you know, make it all nice and tidy and get like throw out the rubbish and all of these kinds of things. The kind of activities that I'll be doing with Chloe will be getting her to help me organize her toys, sorting through her clothes and having a conversation with her about, you know, donating clothes, donating toys, making other children happy if she's grown out of something or giving things away if she doesn't play with things anymore. And also doing the same, of course, with my own things. So I'll start going through my wardrobe. I'll start looking at what's in our bedroom I'll maybe go through my office and have a really really good tidy up of my desk and everything and we'll be then making trips to charity shops or recycling centers to make donations and to get rid of the things that that we have been sorting through now if I'm taking her out and about I'll be completely honest with you if we're going to somewhere like a soft play I will try and go with another mum with their kid so that Chloe has a friend to play with because at this point in my cycle where my energy levels are dropping, I'm not going to be the parent that wants to be climbing all over the soft plays and going up and down the slides. So that's a bit of a tip to think about. Now, following on from that, just to give you a bit of an idea of what it might look like a day in the life in my luteal phase. I mean, a lot of my days do look very similar. So I will, as usual, I'll get up in the morning and do a workout. But that workout is going to be very different from my follicular and my ovulatory phase. So I'll be looking for strength training workouts on the online platform that I'll 
I use. And I'll probably do some kind of strength training in the first half of my luteal phase. And then towards the end of my luteal phase, I'll be focusing more on flexibility. I'll be doing like bar, doing yoga, that kind of thing. I'll go through the usual shower, school run, that kind of thing. And then in my luteal phase, I don't tend to work from the gym. I'll work from home because my energy levels are lower. I'm not going to want to be around people as much. And I prefer this sort of quiet time so that I can get things done. And I'll be doing things like blog writing. I'll be doing graphics for the podcast. I'll be making sure that my accounts and everything are up to date. Then at lunchtime, I will go and take my dogs for a walk so that I can keep myself moving. And then I'll sit down and do some more work in the afternoon. And then we'll head off to go and pick up Chloe from school. Now, after school, I might take Chloe for a trip to the park where she can burn off some energy without me having to run about with her. So I might arrange to catch up with one of the other mums and we'll both take our kids to the park. And then she can run around and burn off energy and I can sort of stand and have a bit of a chat with somebody. Um, Home for dinner, following my meal plan and trying to incorporate as much as possible into our meal plan, the foods that I mentioned at the start of this episode. So rice, brown rice is going to be one of the carbohydrates that I use a lot of in this particular phase so I might be creating more like Asian themed foods at this time of the month Um, and then in to the bedtime routine and then of an evening what I'll probably do is rather than sitting down and doing some work is I'm going to be more likely to be reading a book watching a film or even having a bath. So you can see from the kind of activities that I'm doing during the day that it does look different from the first half of my cycle where I'm in the follicular and the ovulatory phase. And when it comes to work in particular, I really do change the activities that I'm doing. I try not to record many podcast episodes during this phase of my cycle because basically it's more difficult. I'm not so chatty. I don't want to be talking as much. So I just try and focus on more of the back end work that comes with this podcast. And I conserve my energy because I do have one-to-one clients that I serve when I'm coaching. So I want to make sure that I still have the energy to show up in the best way that I can for them and also have the energy that I need to show up for my daughter as well. And that being said I just want to remind you that you can jump on the wait list for the February coaching slots there's going to be five slots open through February for you to work with me on a one-to-one basis to produce your own productivity plan so we will go through my three simple steps where we'll get your goal sorted get super super clear on your goal we'll look at how you can find the time to take some action steps on your goal and then we will reverse engineer your goal to figure out what those action steps are going to be so that you really have a super clear plan for the next 90 days of how you can achieve that goal. So go and get yourself on that wait list. I'll be sending out some emails over the next couple of days to get you started if you would like one of those spots. 
And as always, I really hope this episode blessed you. I hope you found it helpful. If you're not ready for coaching, come and connect with us over in the Facebook group. And I would be super grateful if you left me a review over on iTunes because it really does help to get the message and to share this podcast with more people. It blows my mind how much this podcast has grown. And that is because of you sharing with your friends. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart doing that we really are a global community which is so exciting and that being said I have a great guest coming for you my lovely friend Christine who is a military spouse based over on the island of Guam which really is the other side of the world to me I know you're going to love this episode with her so make sure you are following this podcast so that you get the next episode as soon as it drops have an amazing day and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.